Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Jones spots up Kelly. Oh, Goal. Straight off the boot. Well, well done by Ryan across the boot. Brilliant football. Smothered it. Shouldn't be got it. Umpire paid advantage. Mark taken by Cribs. Shuey well, runs done. on. Looping hand pass. Should hand pass again. He doesn't in the end. They're going to pick it up. And Jaden Hunt's going to kick his first goal in West Coast colours. Yes, it was like they were coached by Josh Kennedy, the West Coast legends and AFL life member. A much better performance by the Eagles against GWS at Optus Stadium on Sunday. And Josh joins us on the show. Josh, how are you going? Good morning, Dave. How are you? I'm pretty good, mate. And I reckon you're feeling a bit better than you were this time last week. No, it's always always great waking up with that win. So it was um, no, it was fantastic to see the boys um, put the performance on they did, and um, yeah, it was. Uh, it all started with the coin toss. I'm a firm believer that. Uh, I think that I think there was momentum toss. established then. Yeah, yeah, I think I think. Yes, it was straight away, straight away. But it was maintained with the with the lap around the oval and the back of the car, and uh, I think these were all key things. Yeah. Um, yeah, they were. Yeah, that's what, my last lap. I promise. It was uh, yeah, <laughs> Johnny Farnham at the moment doing those laps, but no, it was great. Well, mate, given how little you trained in the last year, I reckon that's the first lap you've run in about three years, isn't it? <laughs> oh, the first full one, yes, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, what did you what did you make of the performance? Oh, look, I've, it all started from the middle. I think. Um, you know, that first quarter was pretty even, uh, the way the boys went about it. Um, I think Bailey, young Bailey, had a, had a great day in the ruck, um, and he really showed some consistency over that, over those four quarters. And, and the boys were able to elevate, winning that for you. I think contested possession was up a lot from last week, and um, obviously last week they showed in that last half to be able to uh, get those clearances and, and get that contested possession and be able to get the ball forward and um, yeah, really took it into this week and, and the second quarter, not too sure how many goals were kicked in a row, but um, yeah, it was uh, it, it was really good to see and, and to see some of the young guys, you know, Jackie Waterman's not young, but finally get rewarded for a lot of the effort, you know, he's, he's dry, he pretty much plays as a, a true full forward, but um, in, you know, in the AFL side, he's been thrown around from the wing and half forward with his work rate because he's an unbelievable runner, so uh, to see him, uh, you know, uh, work his bum off over the last few years and then to, to have a game like that, it, it was good to see. He's had a couple of big days, uh, Jake, already this season, even yeah. though one of them was in the preseason. He had the game against Port Adelaide yep. where he kicked the, I think he kicked the winner in the in the main game, yep. then went out and played in the resis and kicked another five. And I think he kicked the, <laughs> yeah. I think he kicked the winner in that game as well. So two winning goals on the one day. You don't do that very often. No, well, I think as well with the mix now, he kind of slips into that third um, tall position that um, that Austin's played over the last few years. So um, playing a little bit more around inside 50 and, and, and still, you know, one of our best guys to connect with as the ball moves forward. But, um, you know, when he does get his chance to move around and, and be a part of that mix inside, you know, forward 50, he is very dangerous because that's, um, you know, that's his one word. That being able to um, take a mark on the lead and, and get split on his opponent, you know, he, he's very good at that. So it's really good to see him get some reward. 
Trevor Nisbet said to me last week, he, it's a rebuild, a transition. So you, you're going into a derby, playing in front of the Fremantle crowd, not the the West Coast faithful. Or there still there still will be some West Coast people there. But would you go with the the four youngsters again, Chesser, um, Hewitt, uh, Long, and Jinby, or do you think maybe Chesser after a couple of quiet games gets a rest? What do you think? Yeah, I'd be interested to see how it is with Chess. He's, um, he's, he's slowly working through, and that wing position's been a little bit tough for him to actually get some stats on the board. He's still working hard and still getting in the right positions. It just hasn't come um, uh, come into play. So, um, you know, as a young player, um, being in that position, uh, confidence can start to drop. I'm not saying that, um, you know, Chess's confidence drop, but, you know, I suppose team selection and uh, the coaches might be in a position to go, let's go back to Waffle and just get back to um, building what you're, you're good at and um, give him a bit of time there to, to build that back up. And um, So, yeah, it would be interesting to see whether Chess does play. But, you know, the, the other guys that have played with, with Ruben and, and Long and, um, you know, even Hewitt, um, yeah, I think he's still giving those guys chances, you know. It's, it, derbies are always a big game, you know, in front of a free home crowd. And, um, look, they've, they haven't won the last two games, so I'm, I'm sure they're going to be fired up, you know. Um, yeah, hearing uh, Longy's press conferences and, um, you know, a few of the contest stuff that um, that wasn't happening in the game, I'm sure they'll be addressing that this week. So it's going to be a pretty physical game, um, as, as derbies always are. But and, and it's great exposure for those young kids to be able to play in, in those games. You know, you, don't, you never want to hide them away from it. So to give them a chance to be able to get in there and, and, and play a physical game of footy against, um, you know, the WA rivalry, I, I think it's a no-brainer. Tommy Barris, any concerns there? Just a bit scratchy in the first couple of games for the reigning best and fairest winner. He's just not long, uh, of course, he's partnered along and had a baby. Maybe he's not sleeping very well at night, perhaps, not getting a lot of <laughs> yeah. nine eyes. Yeah, well, that, 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 is a, that is a massive possibility. That, that broken sleep can get you, especially when you're an elite athlete trying to um, yeah, physically perform and, uh, and recovery. You know, sleep is the most important part of recovery, so um, those things do play a role. But, no, look, you know, for TB and the way he plays and the structure, the back six, you know, a lot of the uh, times that he does get caught out, his breakdown's up the field. So, um, you know, TB's still got to get those one-on-ones done. Um, but... You know, when you're really trying to calculate and rely on what's happening up the field and read the players, he does, and, um, you know, you sometimes get caught out. So there's no concerns, not from my end, but with with TV, but um, he'll keep working through what's happening up the field and uh, where the breakdowns are and uh, how to position himself. And, um, you know, he's been a consistent player for so long, so I have no doubt that, um, yeah, he'll um, he'll be in fine form as the season continues to go. Can they go with a one-ruck structure again against Darcy and Jackson, do you reckon? As much as Luke Jackson's been criticised, he's been criticised for what he does as a forward rather than in the ruck. Bailey Williams and Jake Waterman versus Darcy and uh, uh, Luke Jackson. Can can that happen in the derby, do you think? Right. Yeah, this is, this is why I, I hate sitting or going to match committee and seeing these guys try to make those decisions because, you know, it can make or break a game. And um, two quality ruckmen in, in Sean Darcy and Luke Jackson, you know, as much as there's been some criticism with, um, with Jackson, he, he's 21 years old and he's a, he's a ruckman. So they do take a while to get that consistency into their game. So, um, But they're both, they're both superstars of the competition and they both can... can you know, um, make sure that they're winning that out of the middle and, and, and getting their team the victory. So it, it is a bit of a tough one, you know. Um, Jakey Waterman would uh, would relish at the 
at the, uh, I suppose, challenge to be able to go up against, I suppose, uh, either of those two. But you, you definitely have to start considering um, every time there's a ruck change and who that second ruck is. And, and Jamo has obviously um, been there through the pre-season. And to, just to have that bit of extra height and, I suppose, body and, and, and um, someone who can kind of match, you know, the calibre of, you know, say, Luke Jackson or, or Darcy, you probably, yeah, especially when you, you, you've just gone off and won cont- contested possession and you're winning your clearances, um, yeah, and that's been an issue for Frio. Uh, you probably want to really try and match them there. Who wins, Josh? Oh, I reckon West Coast, and uh, and that's not even being biased. I think the form that they've been in, um, they've continued. They've been able to execute a little bit, and we've been able to see what they they want to, um, I suppose, produce. And if they can consistently do that with a healthy list, you know, they're going to be in a better position than, than what they were last year. And uh, I don't know. Obviously, you're watching Frio, and there's there's been a bit of struggle. That's that's not to say that they're going to come out flying this week. I think there's um there's a few things that they've uh, obviously need to work on, um, but their list is, is is pretty good, and the talent um, they have, especially from their mid tier and younger players, you know, is exceptional. So um, I think it's going to be a great game, and um, I'm I'm tipping West Coast, and uh, we'll break that run. I think they won three in a row. I think we did eleven, so we, we can't let them get any more. So I reckon um, I reckon West Coast for the win. Uh, quick one from Lisa from Allenbrook. Uh, Duff, could you please ask JK if he's going to be pulling on the boots like David Mundy and playing with the Dunsborough Sharks, who I might add a blue and gold on the 11th of June against the Eton Boomers in the Southwest Football League. Are, are you any chance, mate? To play that game? Yep. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. no the only game I'll play this year will be with Northampton, and I don't know when that will be, but... Um, but yeah, I've uh, I've been training with with Northampton here and there when I can, um, but the knee blows up a bit, so I, I won't be able to get through many more than one or two games this year. So, Josh Kennedy, West Coast Eagles legend, AFL life member, joining us on the show. Good luck for the team for this weekend, Josh. Thank you. Cheers. Okay. Give us your thoughts on the temperate bedshed text line. It's 0487 736 736. We'll be back with more after the break.